0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben and in this episode of the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast, I'm going to be chatting with the most experienced barbecue judge in all of Australia. Hey family, I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. Today we got a super special episode of the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue podcast. It is episode 117 and we're going to be doing something a lot different to what we usually do. So usually we get competitors in here, we get people in industry, we get the spice rub manufacturers, the smoker manufacturers, shout out to Jules over in WA and we talk to event promoters but we don't Really, hear from judges much? They are often the unsung heroes of the competition barbecue scene. Yes, you can't have a competition without competitors. You also can't have a competition without judges. So they are the 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 flip side of the coin, if you like. They are the the essential other half of uh, of, of what we love to do. Now, often they don't get the exposure that they. That their counterparts in the competitive side might get. They are the people that uh, that get hidden away in the tents, they don't often get to, uh, get to come play with us very much, we don't get to see them during the competition days and at the end of the competition, uh, depending how the competitors went, they might be a bit upset it can get a bit us and them and so we're going to be breaking down those barriers today. We're going to be talking to James Park, um, arguably Australia's most experienced barbecue judge he has judging experience with the Australasian Barbecue Alliance, the case CBS uh, ngN he's done some uh, some private stuff as well and we're going to be talking to him about a ton of different stuff we're going to be talking about um, about his time with those different uh, with those different sanctioning bodies and judging with them we're going to talk about his Experience overall as a judge, and and what that's been like altogether. We're going to be talking about his really exciting new project he's working on. He's super, he's super keen to tell us all about this. So I'm really excited to be able to share that with you. And he's going to share with us a lesson in how to be a perfect judge. Uh, because just as there are certain things that you need to do to become perfect at competitive barbecue, there's also things you need to do to become a, a perfect uh, competitive barbecue judge. So we're going to get uh, right into judging today. It's going to be really cool. Now, just a couple of quick announcements. A quick reminder that we do have the the course up and running with Meet and Fire Media Services. They've sponsored this episode today, so a quick shout out to them. If you're if you've got a business out there and you're looking for photographs, videos, um, you need digital media, uh, podcasting. We can certainly line up a podcast for you. I've got uh, some uh, s- some contacts in that industry. Uh, <laughs> We can get you sorted and uh, we can get you on your way and get you out there onto, onto digital media, onto social media and be building your brand. Do check that course out. Um, that is up and running there. It's brand building through strategic social media marketing. It's really cool. Check it out. It is a video-based course. We have got the videos to watch. There's MP3 versions to download so you can listen in your own time. There are transcripts of the videos so you can read along if you like, highlight and take notes. Uh, We've got all sorts of stuff there to cover all your different learning styles for every type of personality out there. So do check that out uh, and what is it? It is basically everything that I do with, so, with um, social media for Smoking Hot Confessions. It's how you can do it too. There are lists of tools and then videos on how to use those tools because um, there's, to, there's not just any point in me telling you uh, what I use unless I also show you how to use it. So it's everything you need to go uh, straight out there and get stuck into it. And if you are watching this video on Facebook and you're enjoying it, give us a like and a share. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a subscribe, hit that little notification bell. If you're watching on Instagram TV, give us that cute little heart, give it a follow. And um, if you are listening on a podcast app, see if you can give us a rating and review. They don't all do it, um, particularly if you're listening on Apple though. If you are on Apple, it's really important you give us that five-star rating and review. It uh, helps the robot overlords. It lets them know that uh, that you enjoy the show and that other people like you might enjoy the show as well. So they push it out and they suggest it to them, so that uh, in turn really helps me. But that is all the announcements for today. Without further ado, let's get James in here.
1: This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast with your host Ben Arnott. How long's it been since your last confession? James, welcome to The
0: Confessional, my friend. It is great to have you here.
1: Hey, mate. How are you going?
0: Mate, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I've still got a bit of the flu for for the listeners. It's going to have been a week, but for me, it's only been about 48 hours since I recorded the last uh, podcast episode, so I'm still feeling a bit under the weather. I do apologize for my pretty dodgy sounding voice, (laughs) but uh, aside from that, mate, the uh, Queensland winter is almost gone now. Spring is well oh, and truly yeah. here. We Definitely. even saw magpies swooping kids down the street the other day. It was <laughs> equally hilarious and terrifying that they're out in August now.
1: We we had a murder of magpies surrounding their house across the street two days ago, and they were just attacking each other. There was <laughs> there would have been about <laughs> seventy of them. It was and that uh, it was appropriate they're called murders when they're a group of um, crows, so magpies.
0: Yeah, they, uh, they're not the most pleasant uh, animals. I do wonder, though, on time and temp with them, though, Those they are plentiful.
1: They are very, very, very smart. I have seen some hand read ones, and they are so clever. Uh, time and temp. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so let's get stuck into it then. Tell us what was the last thing that you barbecued?
1: The last thing I barbecued, I, I must admit, we're in a bit of um, uh, mess here at the moment. Um, COVID has not been nice to us. The last two years has not been anyway. So we're on uh, we're downscaling. The last one I did, I think, was an op steak about four weeks ago. Actually, no, sorry, about four weeks ago, um, we did a heap of snakes, but that was for working bee. Um, yeah, I blow and, uh, sorry, first year. Op steak, um, yeah. The family loves them. One, one, one does generally does all of us. Yeah, a bit of salad and um, and the one before that was the biggest brisket I've ever cooked. Uh, we had to squish it into the Weber. <laughs> <laughs> it was so big, but it was tremendous.
0: So, how big was that brisket? We're talking like a nine kilo here.
1: Yeah, eight point something.
0: Wow. For the, for the American listeners, that's up around, what, 17, 18 pounds? Something was, like that.
1: Yeah. That's
0: huge. What it a
1: must. Um, the the, the um, point on it, it, to me, even though it, was, it wasn't uh, one of the good names, um, but the point on it, I think, would have made some of the best burnt ends ever. But I didn't do that. Oh, okay. It's one of the things I still want to learn.
0: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. One yeah. of these days. Yeah, well, it's a. It's all just practice, mate just time and practice, mm. but uh, I'd, I'd imagine that you have a pretty good idea of what a good burnt end would ta- uh, would taste like, considering your your background
1: okay, um, yes, I do um, Some mates of mine um, will recognize this name, uh, Chris marks right, three little pigs now he and Ricky. I can't remember his name, Ricky, surname Boa. Bright Oak? Yeah, yeah Bully Barbecue. Yeah, Ricky Bright,
0: seen Bright him for Oak.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, um, Ricky brought Chris over, and we did a course down at the mill on Constant Street. And um, his burnt hands um, were just eye opening to me. Just really eye opening. I was just really getting into that then. Um, barbecue um I had yeah I've done some judging so I was learning more wanted to learn more um and so yeah Ralphie from um Shank Brothers and Paul Dernson um from Way, they were both there in the class with me and I think they'll agree that his burnt ends were pretty good
0: yeah sounds delicious man I'm I'm so jealous that you got to try that now you mentioned a Weber before are we talking a kettle or a Smoky Mountain
1: uh, Weber, uh, sorry, kettle. Um, the barbecues I've gone through, I, I started off with a, um, a char griller, which I spent way too much money on modifying, <laughs> but it worked really well. Um, and then I bought a couple more. I bought a, a thing called a Black Pearl uh, kettle, and but I found it too big for me to move and stuff like that. Um, and then I bought the Pro-Q and yeah, I wanted to try a Weber and the first one, I, I won one nice. in a raffle. Well, actually I didn't win it. I won the second prize, which was the side table. The, the, the bloke that won the first prize said, let's swap. Oh, so I did. And so that was my Eon. After that, this one, I make um, the current one, and the only one I've got at the moment, apart from the GA and the Pro-Q, is a, um, a brown mist, the brown two-tone.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, I've, I've got one of them as well.
1: Yeah, and I it's, it's, it's a cooker, not a looker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one day I hope to get a really good looker. Um, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to go collecting webbers, but I would like – I love that colour tone.
0: Oh, just be uh, careful, uh, mate. I've heard people before you say that I want to get into collecting webbers and the next thing you know, you turn around, they've got 25 there.
1: We're downscaling. <laughs> <laughs> even, even the Eon, just my, um, two weeks ago, I did a thing on a local barbe- um, social group um, asking for anyone that is just starting out and don't have a webber. And so I gave the a away to a, um, someone that the only reason he got in, he's getting into it, was at the beginning of COVID, the only thing you could get from the local butchers was a brisket. Really? <laughs> and, he, and he asked, well, how do you cook that? <laughs> and he's hooked now.
0: Oh, nice. Well,
1: I'm, look I'm expecting to see him on the barbecue scene competing and judging scene.
0: Awesome, man. That's so good. I'm I'm sorry to hear that you've been uh, put in a situation where you have to downsize, but I'm also happy to hear that you're able to turn that into an opportunity to uh, to spread the word of barbecue and to and, and to bring someone else into the fold, mate. That's that's it's, good stuff. It's,
1: it's not something. It's, it's something that has come five to ten years too early mm. in our plans. But no, we're 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 gonna power on.
0: I'm sure you will, mate. Yeah, they do say that life is what happens when you're making other plans.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, I was brought up um, in far north Queensland, um, up in Innsfail. I spent 18 years in the scouting movement up there. And a lot of that was working with tribal elders, um, mm-hmm. learning to cook uh, snake and wallaby and kangaroo, um, possum, um, yeah, those, those sort of things in the fire pit. Just open coals, just throw them on. Yeah, you cut know, them, throw them on. Um, that. Well, I remember one carpet snake. I was we were twelve or so. Still, the best thing I've ever eaten. Really? Oh, it was beautiful. Texture like mushrooms. Did not taste taste like chicken.
0: <laughs> the only thing I know about eating snake is what I saw on Crocodile Dundee, and he didn't have good things to say about it. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the barbecue judging. Tell us about um, some of the experiences that you've had barbecue judging around Australia. So tell us where you've been and what bodies you've worked with and sort of fill us in on on your background as a judge.
1: Okay. Um, Sort of 2015 to – I started 2015 up to 2018. I did – I calculated around about 24 comps judging – my highlights would be um, Brisbane Barbecue Comp uh, 2016. Um, all I can say is that table changed my life. Now, the um, sc- there was Scotty with me um, from um, Mental Block, <laughs> Scotch and Smoke.
0: Scotch and Smoke, yep, yep.
1: Yep. There was, um, now he was to this side, there was a bloke by the name of Gibbs. The bloke directly opposite me, I uh, I know him, but his name's not coming to me. I think it's Michael. Then it was Anthony from Black Bark.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And Dennis from the um, hut. Harvey Bate. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and there was one more person that that was sort of an unofficial person. Apparently, I sold his seat, and that was Bundy. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Empire Smokes Back. Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, that was that was a very interesting table. Um, I'm still yeah, I've got, I've got stories about Scotty later on, and you know Anthony. The first time I um, competed was ditched was with um, Anthony. Um, yeah, and we've all had great experiences since then. Um, 2017, my highlight that year um, involved Michael from Butchersack. Oh yeah. We judged together at the Invitational, the first one. Oh, cool. At the Australian Brewery, and we end up on the same table. Um, All through there, all through the judging, he had his little notebook, and every round he was writing down this little notebook. I was going to ask, was he
0: taking notes? And
1: (laughs) and when he got the the results at the beginning of last year, I knew 100% why. He was very, so focused. The real highlight was uh, C- Cleveland uh, K- because the head judge allowed me to stay there until nine, o- nine o'clock the night before. Yep. I camped there for two nights as yeah. well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, away from the teams. First night I was over within, in the judges area, long way away. The second night I was um, up behind Timmy Reece's setup, um, and – yeah, I just – it's right at 9 o'clock I started to leave and no one would let me leave. They all wanted to talk, especially Michael for smoking our bros.
0: <laughs>
1: um, and they just wanted to talk about judging.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So that was – it was not about – it was more about they were liking what I was doing, trying to push judging, et cetera. And um, so I got out yeah, – I was supposed to be out by 9. I got out by 9.30. Any time I look at – um looked at someone and I do doing protein, I always look away mm. um, in a situation like that. I know that, I know why the, some of the um, sanctioning bodies um, don't like the judges in there. Totally 100% that, uh, understand that. But uh, to me, judges need to be in there a little bit. That's why we're doing this. Um, this year, yeah, table captain, twi- oh, no, sorry, one more major, major highlight which you did a podcast for okay uh, KV oh yes yeah 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 I did birthday night Friday night I did two podcast
0: night. interviews down there
1: yeah um Ribney comes to have some beer with me and he says what are you doing tomorrow and next thing I know I'm off to Kangaroo Valley um to just pig for Scotch and Smoke
0: I actually remember that. It was Friday night and I was walking around just uh having a couple of beers with some teams and just uh catching up with some old friends and that. And uh, you know, my my phone's always pinging on Facebook and that. Yep. And I and I saw this uh this this picture of you having a beer up in uh up in sort of where you are up there in uh Yeah, Crown Arrow Lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For your birthday and uh with, with Ribney. And then about an hour later it's like See you in a couple of hours, Sydney. I'm like, oh no, these these boys have been drinking at the pub. They're going to get in the car. They're going to drive overnight from Queensland all the way down to South Sydney. These guys are nuts. But you are uh, you you were very responsible. You didn't drink and then drive all the way down. You actually caught a caught a plane early in the morning.
1: Yep, we flew in, um, and hired a car and drove down. Um, Ribney's partner t- um, come along as well. Um, yeah, we. It was a met so many great people.
0: It's a great you know, comp. Yeah. KV is um, fantastic.
1: And, and to have uh, Queen's of QD in there as well from Townsville. What a yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, Matt's Devon competition.
0: Oh. So funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So fun. That, that was. Yeah, little promotions like that within the within – the, just makes – it's part of the barbecue family. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at com and let's have a conversation.
0: All righty, James. So now in this part of the, uh, of the episode, we're going to get into your new project because I know you've been busting to tell us about this. What have you been doing?
1: Um – I was, I've been playing with judging data, barbecue data for a while. Um, my employed employment when I am employed is a, um, I do BI, which is business intelligence. I take data, turn it into pictures, visualizations, so that you understand it. You might think, oh, yeah, I understand this data, but when you put it into a um, timeline, or or into against other um criterion. Um yeah, you, you see a the bigger story. So I've been playing with that for a long time. Um, and I've had some ideas on the line and um ABA, they're new, they're growing initiative, great initiatives in there. Um a lot of growth to go there, KCBS, they're old, oh, sorry, mature. <laughs> um, and, but they still need to learn. And, but they're very set in their ways. So I understand that. that. That's, both of them are great. So I thought, okay, I'll try some new things. And it's not something I've, I've done it before. When I was 10 pin managing, uh, managing 10 pin bowls, I um, I come up with a few New ideas, uh, one particular open, open. At the time, there's a 87, eight, 1987, second highest paying open tournament in Australia. Wow. And this wasn't Sydney or Melbourne. Yeah. This was Bowen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Ten lanes. I allowed for, and, and the, that price money, um, when it started, allowed for 30 bowlers, three squads of 10 bowlers, two days. They sold out. That's three squads.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, I said, okay, well, if we get enough up, I'll, I'll open a fourth squad. So yeah, the squads are normally called A, B, C, A, B, C, D, etc. We got up to F. Oh, wow. Bowlers were coming from Sydney and Melbourne. Ah. We called that squad F Troop.
0: Yeah. Because
1: they started bowling at 4 a.m. in the morning.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I worked straight for 40 hours nonstop from the Friday morning through to the um, Sunday morning.
0: Now this was the '80s, so that was before things like you know OH and S and uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so no, I worked on the tournament, so I, I was at at work in the morning, but yeah, I had a nap in the afternoon. Friday afternoon through to Sunday morning, I went home, had our shower, went back, finished the tournament. Um, yeah, so that so that bowl went for twenty four hours non stop. We had no issues with the machines. And the main thing there, when I say no issues, that the bowlers saw. There was the first comp that I know of in Australia where the tournament director, um, had two-way communications. I had a headset with the mechanics. I saw a pin fall over, reset, pin, blah, blah. Online and and the balls are sort of but they're, they're trying to get my attention and, and they, where's that lead come from? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know to do that? That type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that was I oh know that's done in other tournaments now. What um, was well, well one of the other things was it was the first tournament in Australia to have computerised scoring. Okay. Not just a spreadsheet, customised. Yeah. Fully written. Yep. So uh, you, so mo- you
0: developed the, the, the scoring I, recording mechanism?
1: I developed the program in um, in uh, basic. Yep. C basic at the time, Q basic at the time. And um, I also did a paper backup system. So I did scoring in there, I had the scores out, and I double-checked it. I had another team double-checking it. Um all we managed to do there was pick out two errors in their area. They added up wrong. Wow. Um, so that that, that will come back into later on down in the thing. Yep. Um, no, so that is one of the reasons behind one of the biggest changes I'm working on in this upcoming tournament. I, um, I've got up in Harvey Bay with Dennis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've designed a new scorecard.
0: Just just give us the name of that competition for the listeners.
1: The Harvey Bay Barbecue Fest.
0: Harvey Bay Barbecue Fest with Dennis the 15th, from the Low and Slow Barbecue Shack.
1: The Low and Slow Barbecue Shack yep. uh, It's on the 15th of this month up in Harvey Bay. Which is
0: 10 we days got, from today.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got 12 – well, currently we got 11 teams, Unluckily, because they had to close the border. Big Red – big crew had to pull out – um, which is sad, but, yeah, we've already got two more backups we're talking to.
0: Right.
1: Judges, yeah, 12 teams. Judges, I've already um, talked to the table captains, as in chosen them and talked to them. I'm going to have another briefing with them later on. Uh, currently, I think we've got 18 judges. Cool. Um, one of them I'm presuming, can't make cause he's in New South Wales. Yeah. Um, and he sort of already has, so I'm, I'm taking Ray right out of it. Um, and so there will be some rotation, even though it's only three categories, there will be some rotation. Um, but also I'm going to put the judges to work. Yep. Yep. So uh, because one of the uh, with the scorecard, I'll go back to the scorecard.
0: Yeah, let's let's score- let's back it up a bit and, and yeah, give yeah, us an sorry. idea of uh, some of the some of the innovations that you've made with this competition. Some of the new right, things you So
1: doing. I don't know if this will work.
0: Ooh, can you read okay. It? Yeah, I can. Just, just hold up a bit closer to the to the screen there.
1: Oops, go that way.
0: Yeah, okay. Yep, looks good.
1: So instead of having taste, texture Sorry, appearance, taste, texture. Yep, and you put the score in. You have got them in in a in a row, in rows, and you mark the number, the score. Okay. Now, my theory, why I want to do this is for two twofold. I want judges' feedback.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The long term idea. Well, when I say long term, I'd probably before next year. Yeah, well, within 12 months, I want to have that where you can just put it, uh, a phone on a frame, mm-hmm. put the scorecard underneath it, take an image, boom, the scores are in.
0: Yep. Yep. Like the old, uh, like the ways they used to do standardized testing. Yes. Yep.
1: Yes. Yeah, like I used to do exams at USQ. <laughs> yep. 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 Back in the, uh, back in the nineties. Yep.
0: Um, so just to interrupt there. Were they um, Leichhardt scales or Likert scales? So they're uh, 1 to 10 and they, like, like colour in a number? Was that what I saw?
1: So they're, they're 10 down to 5? Yep. Right? Um, 4 and below has to be discussed with me.
0: See, now that's interesting that you've introduced a visual element to the scoring because if you tell people just to pick a number, um, it, they don't have it, – it's incredibly abstract. And so, yep. by 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 you introducing that visual element, you're going to be tapping into people who are not necessarily um, numerically minded or numerically gifted. So, I mean, that's that's quite interesting as well to see what difference that that's going to make to the scoring psychologically speaking.
1: Yeah, uh, yes, that's that's definitely where one of the things I'm hoping for feedback on. Um, another feedback uh, will be a visual thing, as in how dirty they get. <laughs> and how that affects it. Um, I even, even, you know, I realised with the scanning of them, there will be, for instance, with the, the falls and blows, the infractions and that, there will be some manual entry. Yep. I totally understand that. But um, yeah, it's, just, it's just something I'm trying on a small comp.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Hopefully it become a big comp later on. Um, be great to have two. The other change there is I've got, this is the back side of it.
0: Yep, uh,
1: I'll show the middle maybe. So I've got two different guidelines there.
0: Okay, so I can see that you've got uh, you, you've actually written down there 1098765. You've written a description of each one, which is interesting. Yep. Um, so we're tying in um, uh, alpha, Sorry. not just numerically minded people, but uh, but alpha, uh. Alphanumeric? No, alphabet-minded people as well. So people yep. that uh, – readers in, in terms of learning styles, you know, kinetic, yep. numeric. Um, interesting. Interesting.
1: Yep. Um, now that, that bit there is also on the placemat.
0: Oh, that's cool. So they've always got that, got that in front of them. They've got the, they've got the visual guide, they've got, they've it, got it in writing, voice. and they've got numbers. Yeah. So you're really appealing to all different um, personality yep. and, and brain types there. Yep. That's cool. That's really cool. Oh, I hope it's
1: cool. We'll find
0: out. <laughs> I like that. I, I don't think anyone else has done anything like that that I've seen before. It's all just pick a number out of your head. It, like stick this in your mouth and pick a number out of your head.
1: Yeah,
0: That's cool. That's cool, ass.
1: Yeah, I, I want to make it a little bit more um, – Good for the first timer, but I want a more professional for the when we do develop an exp- um, ex- again. I'm being positive, an experienced judging pool.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. When it becomes as big a part as the competition as competing, there will be experienced judges that will, and we do have some um, in Australia, um, but not like they have in, in America with their gray nomads and
0: their. One thing know. that I realized in my travels over there was that as much as there are competitors that spend the year traveling around the country, going to competitions, mm. there are professional, well, not, not professional. I don't think they get paid for it, but they they've, uh, they've made a life of traveling around as well. And they go yes. to all the competitions. And, um, one thing that they do at the KCBS comps over there is they give each judge a little badge, um, for each competition that they judge at, and so I've, I've seen people there, and they they have their special barbecue judge vests, and the vests are just covered front and back with all these that, little yep. medals and medallions and pins, and and it's a it's a real source of pride. You see them standing yep. around and they're and they're comparing each other's jackets yep. and looking at their looking at their badges and talking about where they went and where they got it. And
1: yes, yes. So you you, you, you know you buy Club 7. You have your vests with your events you've gone to, your, your bike runs and stuff like that. Ten pin bowlers have them. Um, I know other groups have them. It, that is one of the things I really would love to see um, in, in judging in that you can develop a a history of you that you can wear and, and, and also, um, yeah, just, just a history so that people know that you're serious about judging. Um, that to me is a, um, allows feedback.
0: Now, feedback is interesting. I did I see some uh, some nice big comment uh, sections on your judging forms there? No, no, I thought no, you did.
1: that's that's for me to write three to
0: four. Oh, okay, all right, sorry,
1: one, one to four, okay. which I won't be doing because I know that won't happen.
0: <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay.
1: But, yeah. Um, I've lost one form.
0: The teams do get, uh, do get feedback though, right? Ah, wow. Look at that. So he's, he's holding up to the camera here. A big, um, it's a full A4 size page with judge slash team feedback form on it. And there are numerous large boxes for the judges to fill in. That is fantastic.
1: No, this is judge or team feedback to me.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: All right. So each team, each judge will get one of these. I want feedback from them. um You know, positive. What would you change?
0: Yep. Okay.
1: All now, right. Now the other big change is around the comments card.
0: Okay. That that's what I'm kind of trying to get at. The the comments yeah, so That's card. Right. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. So that's the one I. I've got a out here somewhere. I can't okay. find it. That's
0: okay. What, what 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 we might do is I might get you to email me these if you if you're happy for them to be public, so we can I, I can put them on the site so people can look at them. Maybe I I did. Oh, you you, you already did email them to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're they're doing that original. <laughs> how how professional am Rulison I, ladies and, and gentlemen? How professional am I? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the rules and guidelines. Okay. There there is links.
0: Okay. Cool. All right.
1: Okay. Um, Now the comic card, the comic card that you were talking about, the one that the teams want. Um, We we have currently two styles in Australia. None. (laughs) It was trialed. It it was a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And then we got the KCBS style. Tick, tick, blah, blah. Um, That has caused controversy sometimes, like. Idiots that walk up and say, Hey, that's my writing. <laughs> <laughs> nice,
0: call um, nice call back. Nice callback. Very well
1: done. And so I'm trolling a table comet card. Okay. So it's it's an A4. Each hand in will have its has got its own section. The table captain will be in control of that. And I want the judges at the end, instead of just getting up, taking off, to discuss it. They give that feedback to the table judge. table judge will write down something that that evolves around all. Um, Now, it's not about positive. It's not about negative. It's about their feelings. Mm -hmm. It might be something like five out of six loved presentation because Uh, glossy Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, because red. Yep.
1: So something short notes, short five word notes. Mm -hmm. Mm Um, now, so they'll go through and each judge will get a chance to feed that back to the head judge. Head judge will write a quick note at the end. Each judge initializes it.
0: Oh, interesting. So they've all got to sign off on it. Yes right so this so this one piece of paper does it get passed around each judge? They each write their notes on it. it goes to the no, table to the
1: no, it's the table captain that writes a so
0: they they will a, tell the table captain brief. verbally yeah okay
1: it, it's it's the table's feeling, yep, not an individual judge's feeling, the table's feeling, sure sure yep. okay yep, so from there, the form is designed I take a a shot of it uh, with a. My with you know, the scan it. Sure, and I tear off the box numbers. No, sorry. I fold it over first. I'll put the team names on the back and the protein. Unfold it. Tear off the judge uh, the boxes numbers. Tear off each individual team's piece. Hand mm-hmm. <laughs> them out.
0: Oh, you're actually going to give the hard copy to the teams. Yes. Ooh, cool.
1: But only that section, not the t- uh, not the um, box number. Sure, and not the um, and most. Most of them probably already know. Might have seen their box number. Hope hopefully to ke- keep that blind. Yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't always happen, and so yeah. And I've got it. I'll have it in um, scan form to review later on.
0: Um, sorry. So when you're saying the box number, so. If I'm Smoking on Confessions Barbecue team, I hand in the box number. They, they write my number on the box, 4C yep. or whatever. Yep. Is, is that the number that you're taking off? Or are you talking about taking off the numbers yes. of the individual judges have given in terms of the scoring, the scoring
1: numbers? No, no, there won't be any scores. Well, they, the, the, the um, teams, in the um, when they get the results, in, if all goes well on the night, straight after announcements, we'll have the judge the scores.
0: They get the aggregated scores for, for the they,
1: – they, they get each, each, each score they, – they get the six scores for that box. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, across the three or four categories. Yep. Now, seafood has um, a creativity as well.
0: Okay, cool. Um, I'm just – I'm struggling to understand why you would take the box number off the comment card.
1: Well, I've, it's meant to be blind. I want to keep the box number blind from the team's –
0: Ah, uh, okay, yeah, because then I okay, all right, yep. No, yep. yeah, 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 I got
1: there's, it. It's not the double blind like um, some do. That's what's confusing bodies. me. Yeah, yeah, that's there's what's confusing single, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to keep it blind somehow.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Um That that's I'll have to work on that with with the. Um, so some judges are going to be out there doing this. So it'll be all right, This judge will tick off, give the box number to someone. Maybe they'll come inside, write down the box number, then present it. Um, so, yeah, that's, um, that's where I'm going with the scorecard. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, the comments card. Hopefully it, it will, we'll get good feedback from it if we don't. But it's been tried. You're listening to the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast, with massive barbecue nerd Ben Arnott. Alrighty, James. So in
0: the third uh, segment now of our of our interview, um, this is our our lesson stage where, where you get to share some wisdom with the listeners and the viewers. And you've chosen to focus on um, some ideas about being a perfect barbecue judge. Now, as I did say at the at, at the top of the episode, we do often. As competitors, we fall into a bit of an us and them thing, and we get a bit upset about um, about oh the judges don't know what they're talking about and rah 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 rah. And we you know we because you know our our ego is trying to protect us from our from our woeful scores. We never want to accept that okay yeah we 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 screwed up. Um, So let's have a bit of a bit of a chat about um, about how to be a perfect barbecue judge.
1: No such thing. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. Let me, let let me rephrase. To be a confident judge.
0: I was going to say how to be the best judge you can be.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Right. Well, how do you become a judge to start with? Good question. Try it. If you're watching this, you know about Smoking on Confessions, read it. You'll find out about the comps. Um, If you... Like, you can join um, my page, which is um, on Facebook, hashtag MYJudge6, hashtag spelt out. Um, and, you, and plus, you got multiple forums out there. Um, just try it. Make contact with someone when you find out about You might know someone that, that's competing. Hey, how do I, how do I, can I judge? How do I do that? There you go. Just, i will send you there. Um, another question. What do judges want? Should, what, what should we look in, in the protein?
0: Now, that's, that's the big question, isn't it? How do judges know what they're actually looking at and what they're actually looking for? This is the key.
1: Yeah, it depends. And this is where it can be hard for a judge. Every... Well, I call them affiliations, or yeah, sanctioning bodies and promoters, yeah, you know, event organisers all have these little tech, little technicalities. It, you've got to keep that in considerate. But what I look for is meat flavour. Can you taste the meat with another taste on top, being the the um, glaze or the. Um, the, the yeah. texture texture is at the beginning your view you know, it's your view everyone loves you know, when you first start competition your pork rib or force or the bone that's beautiful not in competition that learning that takes time mm. they can yell at you all you want for your first time it takes time yeah um what else do I look? So, Flavors. Uh,
0: does that come so, down to the? Does that come down to the onboarding process? So when when judges first join an affiliating no. body, the the training that they go through. No. Uh, so it, in in your opinion, it just purely comes down to experience. Yep. Okay.
1: Experience. Yeah. Um, you, you have a better idea. Yes, de- definitely. Um, they 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 all. But uh, any affiliation will tell you this is how it should taste this is this is what you're looking for, blah blah blah. but whether that connects with your taste buds or your 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 fingers um, your 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 lips it it, it mightn't connect mm, it, sure. that, that takes experience um, with flavors don't look for a flavor if you feel the flavor. With as a whole, with the protein. So if you don't like that flavour, I don't like cherry. I don't like cherry glaze. Don't mark it down because of that. Does it work with that protein? Right. Putting vegetable with pork does not work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. putting Sorry. peach peach with pork. That's a winner. Right. So they're a winner.
0: What you're trying to say is that people, the judges need to separate their personal opinions from, from trying to form an objective uh, yes. viewpoint of does this taste good, not do I like how this tastes? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, now you look at your scorecard, it, was,
1: it will say the best that you've had. Yeah. You know, like uh, excellent, the best uh, above average. But. And again, it's, it's, it will be your taste at the beginning, but uh, with experience, the more you charge, the more you learn to develop that um, making it fairer on the team. Yes, it might be your flavour, but it might be good flavour that, with that protein.
0: Mm, that's some high-level thinking there. I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's something I've been working on, Yes. Uh, I mean, it's not much I don't like, yeah. um, but uh, flavour off. I've tried; I have tried Vegemite and pork, and it wasn't too bad. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but not I'm not for comp. Yeah, um, the, uh, yeah. So the um, one of the pet hates with flavours I, I do have, but I love spicy food. Oh, me too. But if that first box has a hot spice, that seals your your mouth and it stays with you for the rest of the boxes that is not good so even in a situation like that you still gotta cut that out and judge on the next box yeah I'm still getting the spice but I've gotta judge that flavour that's in that box Mm. you
0: know
1: what I mean yep so that's a um, a tricky one
0: yeah, so you've got to try and find a balance of, of what is an overbearing flavour that's going to influence later yeah. later tastings of other boxes, and you've got, but, yep. you've got, but you've but got to score that first box at that time because you can't retrospectively go back and rescore the first box because later on you realise that it's uh, still influencing your scorings of future boxes. Yes. Okay. All right.
1: So you've got, you've got, you've got to... I've done that. Cut it out of my head. It's still in my mouth. Get rid of. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay, but you've got to be aware of that. Like, like you, you've got to have a palate that's refined enough to know that this is too much at the time that you're writing that score. Yeah. It it can't be ten minutes later when the next box comes and. Interesting.
1: I mean, you get some hot spices. Um, the ones I, I, I like it when you have a chance to taste. Like some, sometimes it is rush, rush, rush. It's, yep. it's like a rush. It's a race to get the most meat in. Yep. Um, I, 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 I'm not a big fan of that. I'm overly a big fan of that. Yep. Um, I like to let tastes evolve because some, if, if, if you've got rubs and then you've got glaze and you've got other things involved, um, injection, those tastes are a journey. Mm-hmm. and you don't get them all at once sometimes. No. Now, with, with some spices, the hot spices, it's the same. Ooh, yeah, 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 okay. It'll, oh, uh, this is going to be spicy. Oh, oh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. <coughs> oh, I see with that last one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it's that's a tricky one. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, one of the points that you actually brought up that, that you specifically mentioned that you wanted to speak to was um, uh, how judges can give maximum value to competitors, promoters, and themselves. I'm curious to hear what you have to say about that.
1: Support and promote them. If they're a competition that, um, as a judge, they give you or sell you as part of the fee, um, Wear it, you know, you, you, okay. You, you, you get your sorry your shirts or your 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 your, your um parkers and, and other stuff. Yes, promote you you guys like you too. Promote the teams, but promote judging. Is yeah, that big red judge on the back or that colourful judge? So many times I've walked into somewhere, know, yeah, into a restaurant or or into a shop, then. How, yeah, And you get these questions, how do you judge barbecue? And I know some people ha- have gone on to judge. Yeah. yeah. So sport and um, promote them. Um, I'm sure that um, both Ali and um, Julian, Ali from Gondari and, and King Julian from Brisbane.
0: King Julian.
1: <laughs> will... Um, say that I've, I've done that with them and they've done it the same back to me too. So it's, yeah, you just got to smart support and, um, promote them and it's a maximum value to the competitors, to the promoters and to yourself.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Cause as we did say at the start, you know, yes, comp- like competitions have competitors, we also need the judges. And if we don't have strong judges, we're going to have these problems that competitors try and blame their bad cooks on. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, so. not just that, we're going to lose competitors.
0: Yeah, yeah we will. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, because
0: people will get fed up with what they feel is a system that isn't working and they'll go find something else to do. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yep. Absolutely um, right.
1: To, to, to me, Australia yeah, can have three styles of sanctioning bodies. Um, we got two major ones at the moment. NGN tried last year. Um, it fell apart. It's, it's, it's because it was a smaller one. Great for the small competitions. Great for your, you get your new people in. Um, it, it was, it, it worked for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, it it good, was mate.
1: that bottom layer. The other two are up there. Uh, ABA is great. They've done so much for us barbecue in Australia. Absolutely, I love them. Yeah. Um, KCBS, I think, are important in Australia too, for those that want, especially that want to travel to America to compete. Definitely. Um, yes, you can. Come, you can do ABA and win and and get a spot over there, but you get over there and I would presume, and it's just. So
0: new. It's a different game. Half it is. Bandits, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're not ready for that, like, yeah, some teams are not.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, listen, man, that's probably a good point to, uh, to start wrapping up this, this uh, very interesting insight into the world of judging. So I'm going to throw the studio over to you. Take a couple of minutes, give some shout outs, give some thanks to whoever you'd like to, and make sure you tell everybody where we can track you down on social media.
1: Um, I'd like to thank my wife. <laughs> For supporting me, and finally, after um, what well, three years, she's she's the first three years, it took three years to learn not to cook. If I come home from a competition, not to have m- meat on the fatigue, a <laughs> no, little bit of salad, please. <laughs> yeah, she understands that now, and mostly because she is now judging too, but not, yeah, not, not serious, just when she comes away with me, yeah, yeah. So, um. I'd just like to thank all of the barbecue family. There, there's some people I've mentioned to you tonight um, are great, um, have, have, have helped me. Um Sc- Scotch and smoke have done a lot for me. Um, you have Black Bark, um, Dennis, uh, the, the Primal, Primal lion um signature smoke, uh, yeah, just, just, so there are many down in New South Wales and Victoria that I haven't met yet. Uh, Lance, I'm a big fan of Lance's. Kirk, Kirk is just one top bloke. There's just so many. Matt, yeah, Matt's a... So barbecue family, I just, thank you, barbecue family. Um, my link on on Facebook um, for the it, it was an experiment and. I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep it up for. I think it's going to be more changed to a new style. Okay. Um, something I'll be talking to you, Ben. Bit about, of a
0: rebrand. Yep.
1: Um, uh, refocus.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: Um, we missed that question.
0: That was, um,
1: <laughs> sorry, that was, what's the perfect judging body would look like?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah
1: what a perfect judging body would look like. And Mm. you brought that up about the pins and um, I want to go that way, uh, away from uh, hashtag MIJ6, which is my online um, Facebook. So the hashtag you need to spell. Yep. Because they wouldn't accept the hash. Yep. So it's uh, H-A-S-H-T-A-G, MIJ6. The new page will be more about any judge supporting from, um, themselves, supporting judging, supporting competitions, supporting promoters, and um, will be non-affiliation or non-sanctioned specified. It will be all sanctioning bodies. Um, one tip too that um, I don't know if any, many people know of, there is a Judges Academy. Really? an official Judges Academy.
0: I, I, I haven't heard of that before. That's Interesting, yep, it's,
1: it's, it's a, at an institute of technology.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it was it's organized by the World Barbecue Alliance. Nice, uh, well, World Barbecue something, <laughs> and um, it's at Limerick in Ireland, but it's a real it, it, it's for um. Teaching teams for teaching judges, uh, teaching table captains for teaching. Uh, um, these are big courses. These are not your eight-hour course or your these. These are five-day courses.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, that's something I'm looking more, um going to do more research into. Very so interesting, I got, I, mate. I got off track there. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right.
0: All right, Matt. Well, thank you very much for your time tonight. Um, I, I really have really enjoyed finding out. Um, like the, the, the nitty gritty on, on judging. And I think it's important that we are sort of opening up the, the other side of competition barbecue that we don't ever see. It's, it's literally hidden away in a tent. Um, so thank you for for, for pulling back the curtains on that for us and, and giving us a real insight into not only what you're doing now, but how you're trying to change it and build it in the future, which will serve the entire scene. So thank you very much for that work you're doing. That's really important stuff. And I'm looking forward to having a beer with you when we can finally, finally have another barbecue competition.
1: You coming to Harvey Bay?
0: Harvey Bay. Well, let's let's hope we're allowed to go to Harvey Bay.
1: (laughs) We're not south of the border. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Thank you for that.
0: And there you have it, family. That was James Park, Australia's number one barbecue judge. I, I don't think there's anything about barbecue judging that this guy doesn't know and as we heard from his uh f- from his stories today he's coming up with new systems he's um he's spent years analyzing the way that it's done and he's come up with a couple of improvements and he's trialing them putting them into place um i think he's really onto some 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 interesting ideas there you know uh adding the the visual element to the judging so uh you know just appealing to different types of uh different types of learning styles, brain styles, how people think. I think that that's really important for giving a more holistic and uh, and complete view of the judging process and the feedback to the teams. I think that's really important stuff. So just once again, I'm just going to say it again. Thank you, James, for uh, for, for sharing that, that information with us. Uh, before we go, if you have enjoyed this video, please give it a like and a share on Facebook. If you're tuning in on YouTube, give us a subscribe and hit that little notification bell and a thumbs up. Don't forget the thumbs up. Um, I'm a big fan of the cute little hearts on Instagram TV. Give us one of them hit and hit follow so you uh, always stay up to date with what we're doing. And if you are listening on a podcasting app, do give us a rating and review, five-star rating and review, because um, they are really important for helping us get our message out there to more and more people. And we do appreciate every single one of you that are doing that for us. So that's it. That's all we have for this episode. Until next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing.
1: Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions.